Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of the Fitness by Justin podcast. This is episode two, uh, so we're cranking it along. Um, we're fresh out with uh, you know another episode right after that intermittent fasting one. So I hope you guys really all enjoyed it. Um, I kept it short just to kind of give you a little bit of a teaser, um, some good points about you know why you should do it, um, why it's important. Um, and kind of some benefits I've seen doing it myself. So um, I hope you like that listen. Um, I'm going to be going into more detail on that later on, um, but I thought that'd be a really good one to start off and uh, launch this podcast. So hope you enjoyed that. Um, this episode, I'm going to really be focusing on um, programming and building muscle and why you may not be seeing the results that you're looking for in the gym. Okay. So where I want to start with this podcast um, on this episode is specifically ways that you can improve muscle gain inside the gym. And what I mean by that is um, if you're working out, you know, three, four, five days a week and you're prioritizing strength training and you're still not seeing results when it comes to development, whether that's you know, you're not seeing the tone in your arms, you're not seeing the muscle development in your legs, you're just not really seeing that look that you, you know, were initially trying to achieve, right? And a lot of times that comes down to a couple of things. Um, one, and maybe most importantly, uh, your programming is just off, you're not doing the right type of exercises for your goal. Um, a lot of people I know who go to the gym don't actually have a program, believe it or not, they just kind of, uh, they just kind of wing it. And um, it's really hard to get results, especially the ones that we shoot for um, if you're just winging things, guys. So if you're doing that, I'd, I'd highly recommend reaching out to a trainer, um, whether it's in your gym or somebody that you know, um, that you trust um, to kind of get down a program for you. And ideally, I usually like to start my clients anywhere from a six to eight week program I feel like that's a, a really good way to kind of start that initial phase one of training um, and kind of develop those neuromuscular pathways that you need um, to kind of create a foundation when it comes to uh, building muscle. So, um, so program is number one. So making sure that you have the right program is super essential. Number two is making sure you have the right nutrition plan in place. So if you're not eating enough calories or eating the right type of things, it's going to be super hard to attain muscle um, development. It's going to be hard to gain muscle with um, an inadequate, you know, nutrition program. Okay. So um, if you're not eating enough uh, and you're not in a surplus for your caloric needs, it's going to be hard to put muscle on, right? Um, if you're in a caloric surplus, but you're not eating the right type of things, like getting enough protein in um, to rebuild those muscles that are being broken out down during exercise, it's going to be really hard to create an environment for those muscles to recover and then grow, right? Um, and then number three, uh, recovery. So making sure that you have adequate amount of sleep, you're managing stress, um, you're, you're, you know, myofascial release, you're doing stretching, you're doing foam rolling, um, you're really focusing on a lot of those components because guys, if you're not recovering, you can work out as hard as you want. You can work out three hours a day, seven days a week. 
you're not going to get those results you're looking for. Uh, it's actually going to be the opposite. You're going to increase your stress hormone called cortisol. And when cortisol is really high, it's really hard to achieve muscle um, gain because your body is in a situation where it's breaking down muscle to survive. Um, and we want to make sure that we break it down initially in the gym, but most of the time during our day, we're recovering and growing and building. Okay. So those are the three points I really want you to reevaluate when you're looking at your, your program is number one, do you have a program, right? Because if you don't, we need to start somewhere. Uh, number two, what's your eating looking like? Are you really sticking to something? Are you focusing on it? Do you know how much protein you need to intake on a daily basis? Are your meals pre-planned? Are you just kind of cruising through life and eating whatever you want? Um, and then three, are you sleeping good? You know, are you getting seven to eight hours of uninterrupted sleep? Um, are you, you know, managing stress levels? Um, you know, these are things that you really want to focus on. Okay. When it comes to building a good amount of muscle, right? So, you know, what I would focus on number one is when you're in the gym and you're exercising, let's say your program is on point and, and you do have something you're following, um, another thing to look at is how are those exercises perform? You know, if, if you're not currently working out with a trainer um, and you're doing them on your own, well, you know, how are you performing a squat? How are you performing a deadlift? How's your tempo? How much time under tension are you doing within each exercise? What do your rest periods look like? What's the intensity with each set, right? All these variables play a huge factor into your progress. Okay. So um, you know, form is a huge thing. So if you're doing a movement or an exercise and your form isn't on point, um, you might not be stimulating those muscles that you're looking to grow. You're just simply moving weight from point A to point B, right? Um, and, you know, to build strength, that's okay. You know, you can, you know, lift a car and put it back down and you're going to, you know, um, activate the central nervous system to respond but that doesn't mean that your biceps and your back are going to grow tomorrow, right? So we need to take into account of those factors. So when you're doing a squat, for instance, how's your form look? You know, are you hinging at the hips properly at the right time? Is your chest up? Are your shoulders back? Is your core braced, right? Are you um, opening up your hips at the bottom of the movement? What's your knee placement look like? What's your foot placement look like? You know, how, how slow are you going on the way down? How fast are you going on the way up? Are you holding at the bottom of the movement, right? So there's three different phases in a lift and a movement. Um, the first one is called the concentric phase. So that's anytime you're moving through the exercise. So for instance, when you stand up from a squat, that's a con concentric contraction. Or if you're bringing uh, dumbbells up to your shoulders and you're curling them, that's a concentric contraction. Now the opposite is called an eccentric contraction. So that's when you're lowering the weight in the squat. That's when you're lowering the dumbbell on the curls. That's when you're lowering the dumbbells on a shoulder press, right? Um, and then there's an isometric contraction, which is when you're holding the exercise. So think of it as a plank. Um, when you're sitting at the bottom of your squat and holding it and just pausing there, when you're squeezing the dumbbells at the top and just flexing your biceps for as hard as you can, you know, those are isometric contractions. So all three play a role in the exercise. Now, what we found through research and, you know, science has shown 
that the eccentric contraction is the most beneficial for hypertrophy, which means building muscle, right? So if you can spend more time through the eccentric contraction, you're going to be setting up your body in a better environment to grow. So what I like to do, for instance, is if I'm looking for my tempo during an exercise, for instance, I like to do um, a four, two, one. Okay. So when I'm squatting, I like to go down for four seconds. Okay. I like to hold for one and then I like to explode for two. Okay. Um, you can do it any other way you want, you know, as far as you can go down for four, you can hold for one and you can explode for two. You can go down for four. You can hold for two and you can explode for one. It's really up to what you feel. And I switch it up all the time. Sometimes I'll go down for four, I'll hold for one, and then I'll go up for one, right? Um, or I'll do it the other way, you know? But as long as your eccentric contraction has the most amount of time surrounding it, the better you'll be for hypertrophy, okay? Um, and you could take that as long as you want. I mean, you could literally go down the squat for 10 seconds, hold at the bottom for one, and then explode up for one. That's no problem. Um, I will tell you though, if your eccentric contraction is usually over, you know, five seconds where you're going down for more than five, the weight's probably not as challenging for you. And then that just goes back to like your intensity during your set. Okay. So, um, we want to make sure you're challenging your body with enough stimulus with the weight. Um, so usually that four to five second eccentric is the sweet spot. Um, if you're just beginning with this, I would simply maybe try, you know, a three second eccentric. Um, and then maybe like, uh, you know, a two second hold at the bottom and a one second concentric as you explode out. Okay. So same thing would be, you know, if you're doing a chest press, um, you're going to bring the weights down for three to four seconds. You're going to hold at the bottom for a second or two, and then you're going to explode up for a second. Okay. That concentric phase when you explode out should be fast. You should literally feel like you're flying, like you're jumping out. Right. Um, because again, you're going against gravity. So whenever you're going against gravity, it becomes harder. So it's going to be really challenging if you have some dumbbells in hand and you're going up for 10 seconds. I mean, that just means the weight's not challenging. Now, the opposite is true, where if you're going down for four or five, six seconds, I mean, you're going with gravity. So you can really challenge those muscles to slow down. And while you do that, they're breaking down each second, you're, you're slowing it down. The more you can break down the muscle during exercise, the more beneficial it's going to be for your growth. All right. Now that is to say, if your recovery is on point and if it's not, well, then, you know, you need to really focus on that because then you're just stressing your body out. Okay. So I hope that helps. I hope you can kind of focus now a little bit on your training and, and really incorporate time under tension um, and, you know, really focus on intensity when it comes to each set and exercise. One thing I also like to do is if I pick an exercise, I usually like to do three sets, um, you know, of working sets and then one set of a warm-up. So four total sets. That first set, I'll just kind of feel it out, get my body acclimated to the movement, and then I'll slowly scale up with each set where that last set is my heaviest workload. Okay. The tempo still stays the same. It's just, I'm changing the load on the weight. Okay. Um, that is something that I find that's really beneficial for not only building strength guys, but just really building muscle, because again, you want to look your best. Um, and that starts with the weight you're pushing. So 
focusing on progressive overload training is number one thing um, when it comes to building muscle. Um, So think of it as like, if you worked out today and you were only able to curl 10 pound dumbbells, um, you know, next week you'd want to come in and try to do 12 and a half pound dumbbells. And then next week, 15 pound dumbbells. And then next week, 20 pound and so on and so on. Same thing goes for squats and everything like that, right? And then you'll get to a place where, you know, you'll only be able to curl so much weight. And then that's when you play with the tempo where maybe you came in and you curl 30 pound dumbbells, but next week you come in and maybe you curl those same 30 pound dumbbells, but you spend, you know, six, seven seconds going down, right? So it's going to become more challenging for you um, because you change one of the variables, right? You can either change the weight, the time under tension, your rest period, the sets and reps you do, those are all variables you can change. And if you just change one of them, each workout in the gym, you're going to be on your road to building muscle. Okay, guys. Um, The second point, nutrition. So important, guys. I see so many people so many times scared about eating um, because they feel like, okay, I'm going to gain weight. And yeah, you might, right? But we also need to know what's your starting place. If I have somebody that comes in that's, you know, 20, 30, 40 pounds overweight, Um, Our goal and our priority first is for you to lose fat and it's for you to lose weight, right? I'm not going to say, hey, our our priority is to build muscle and put size on because that's counterintuitive. Um, If you're at a good body fat and you're at a good place where you feel comfortable, then we can start focusing on building muscle. So if that's all being said, what's your calories look like, right? So you first need to find out what's your resting metabolic um, expenditure. So as far as like how many calories does it need? your body to sustain life, right? Um, And then add your daily activity on top of that. So there's a lot of calculators out there. Um, You can go do an in-body testing. A lot of places have them. You could do a, you know, DEXA scan, whatever it may be. So you can find out um, your resting metabolic rate. And for instance, let's say it's 2000. And then you add on top of that, your daily activity, where, you know, you're an active person, you do one workout a day, you have an active work, you know, you're running around all through your office, you're burning extra amount of calories. So let's just say you tack on another five to maybe 750 calories. So, okay, you burn 27, you know, hundred calories, let's just say. Um, so that's kind of where you're at as far as your, your caloric burn. So now we know we need to eat more than 2,700 calories to actually put on muscle and put on size if you don't need to lose any more body fat, right? So what I like to do is wherever your set place is, I like to add 250 to 500 calories on top of that. So if I you know, burn 2,500 calories a day and I'm looking to put on size, I'll be looking at you know, 2,750 to 3,000 calories that I need to consume to give my body a good opportunity to build muscle, right? Um, and then you break that down okay, how much muscle, how much protein do I need to intake on a daily basis to build muscle? Let's just say, you know, I'm 200 pounds and my goal is, um, you know, to get to 220, okay? What I like to do is do about 0.75 to one gram per pound of body weight, okay? So that would either be, you know, um, up to, you know, 220 grams of protein, to about 175, 180. So 175 to 220 grams of protein is what I'm looking to consume daily, right? For me to build muscle. 
Now, if you're a female and you're a little smaller, and let's say your goal is to get to 150, then I would look to consume anywhere from about 130 to 150 grams of protein daily, breaking up throughout the day, right? Um, That's your most important macronutrient when it comes to building muscle. So focus on eating that first, then the carbs, then the fat. Now your carbs are solely meant to give you energy, okay? Um, That is what they do. So glucose um, is gonna give you energy during your workouts. Glycogen is a byproduct that's stored in the muscle. Um, So you wanna make sure you're fueling and filling those muscles with energy. Um, And I usually like to get my carbs around my workout. I find that that's the best and most advantageous times to take it. So for instance, if I work out in the morning, um, I'm going to have some some protein, I'm going to have some carbs, maybe some healthy fats, but I have a good amount of carbs before that workout to fuel me through it. And then I'll have some carbs afterwards to replenish insulin um, and the glucose that I lost during that workout. Okay. Um, And then throughout the day, I'll just pretty much be snacking on protein and healthy fats because my energy demand for the day isn't as high that I need so much carbs um, that I would during my workout. Um, So you just have to play with it and see. Um, And then the opposite's the the same too. You know, if you work out at night um, and you eat carbs at night, that doesn't mean you're going to gain weight. You're not going to put on fat necessarily um, if you didn't overconsume those carbs throughout the day right? So you have to be smart and diligent with it, guys. So throughout the day, you would do the opposite. You would eat healthy fats and protein throughout the day, plenty of water, hydrate yourself, and then you would have those carbs around the workout. So if you work out at six, maybe around 4.30 or five, you would have some carbs or some healthy fats and protein. And then, you know, about 30 minutes to an hour, hour and a half after your workout, depending, you would have some more carbs, protein, healthy fats. But then all throughout the day, you're focusing mostly on protein and healthy fats, okay? Um, And then let's get into the final section, guys. So number three on this one is recovery. Sleep is being the most beneficial. Um, It's been shown, guys, that, you know, men and women release the most amount of um, growth hormone, testosterone um, while they're sleeping. Uh, These are two beneficial hormones for building strength, muscle. um, And if you're not really optimizing on those two, it's going to be very hard for you to achieve those goals you're looking for. Okay. A lot of us these days are stressed guys, myself included. So making sure that you have good sleep hygiene, you know, you're shutting off your phone. um, You're shutting off the TV in the room. You're getting blue um, blocking glasses. Um, You know, if you are watching TV at night to kind of, you know, block out any of that blue light to make sure your melatonins are at an optimal level. Um, to get a good amount of sleep, that would be preferred. Okay. Um, but ideally you're looking to shoot for about six to eight hours of uninterrupted sleep. Okay. And that means not waking up to go to the bathroom. That means not waking up to check your phone. That means just being in a, in a good amount of deep sleep. That's when you're going to get most of those hormones released. And that's when you're going to feel really refreshed and recovered for that next day. Um, that's where the bulk of your muscle gain is going to be done is while you sleep. Okay. So that is super important. If you do those first two things really well, um, but you're lacking on number three, it's going to be hard for you to build muscle guys. It really will. Okay. So that's something you really need to prioritize as well as stretching and as well as, um, 
you know, any sort of kind of myofascial release, foam rolling, lacrosse ball, if you have a Theragun, um, you know, you really want to focus on muscle tissue release. So making sure that, you know, your quads, your hammies, everything is not tight. The muscles are being stretched out. Um, you're, you're primed and ready for your next workout um, to make sure that those nutrients can be partitioned in those areas of your body. Um, and a lot of times if it's tight and you're really not feeling great, um, you're not getting the most out of those nutrients. They're not being uh, absorbed as, 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 you know, optimally. So those three things you really want to look for. If you check each one of those boxes, guys, um, you're going to be seeing results in the gym. Um, so, you know, to refresh, number one, hire a trainer if you don't have one already. Um, even if it, that's just simply having someone design a program for you, simply having someone give you an assessment to see how your form looks on each exercise, um, maybe looking into hiring a nutritionist to kind of design a program for you around what to eat, what not to eat, and kind of customize something together where you feel is sustainable, where you can continue to do it and not fall off. Um, and then number three is making sure that you get adequate amount of sleep, you know, shut off your phone, um, turn it down, you know, don't let alerts pop up and keep you up in the middle of the night. Um, if you're watching your favorite episode of the office, like maybe do that earlier, you know, and, and not stay up as long and, uh, you know, be in bed till 2am, um, you know, just tossing and turning. So those are really, you know, the things I would suggest and really stress that you guys start doing. Um, and then see how your progress looks and, and kind of go from there. One thing I will mention, guys, is, uh, you know, if you do um, want to kind of reach out to me for your nutritional and programming needs, um, you can reach out to me uh, via my email, fitnessbyjustin at yahoo.com. Um, I'd love to speak with you. Um, we could do a consultation um, and we can also uh, design a program that works best for you um, over the next, you know, four to six weeks um, and kind of go from there, guys. There's no perfect program. It's it's all trial and error. You have to make sure that one, you comply. Um, you have someone to hold you accountable. And at the end of the day, you know, you get shit done, right? Um, and if you can go ahead and do that stuff, um, you will see progress week after week, guys. And just, it's so motivating when you get in the gym and you feel stronger and you're hitting, you know, PRs and and you're looking good in the mirror. I mean, there's, there's really nothing better. It's, it's super, uh, it's super addicting. Right. Um, so that's, that's this episode guys. I'm going to kind of leave you with that. Um, I hope some of that stuff helps. I hope you can kind of, you know, take it in for what it is, try it out, um, and give me some feedback and, uh, you know, we're going to keep cranking these episodes out slowly, but surely, uh, like I said, I'm going to be bringing on guests who, you know, know a whole lot more about things than I do in their specific, uh, field. Um, so look out for that, you know, put your uh, post notifications on, on, on Spotify to make sure you get the updates when new episodes come out. And if you don't mind guys, just share this with a friend or a family member that you think could benefit from this. So I can, uh, grow the following and, um, you know, just educate and, and get stuff out there to more and more people. All right. Well, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and thanks for tuning in.